What is up, my guys? Welcome to Scripture Mastery, the part in that one guy's life where he memorizes scriptures and he is accountable for it. Now, today's scripture is hilarious. Okay, today's scripture is second. I gotta save. Today may be a troubling day. I have not eaten, which makes me irritable. I just got out of a stressful conversation. So I need to take all that. It happened. And it's passing away. Wrap it up in a little box. Now, this is our new project. I have been memorizing all week Alma 38, 11 through 12. And there you have it. I would go into stats for the mission, but there is nothing new to report. So, just waiting on that stake president once again. I did actually see him a few weeks ago, uh, but we never really talked much. We were helping someone move out. So... I'm just waiting on his reply. Maybe the bishop hasn't sent the papers yet. Maybe I should talk to him. I'll probably be working on that. And next week I'll tell you how that goes. I should write that down. Contact bishop. I don't think I have a pencil. Anyway. Alma 38, 11 through 12. I believe this is not an and. This is not an and, script, and scripture. Makes it a little unique. And then we have. What we have is. Muz. Come on. This, I always think of a famous Shakespeare play when I think of this. Uh, when, I think his name is Polonius. In Hamlet, he is giving his last advice to his son before he embarks on his mission to, quote-unquote mission, away from Denmark. <clears throat> I don't know much more than that. This is Alma, I believe, uh, giving advice to his son, Shilom. Maybe. I'll have to look that up. It starts with an S, and it's just his final word before he goes away. And I think it's a famous missionary scripture. I wanted to memorize it a lot, like I said yesterday. Alma 38, 11 through 12. I think it's C. See that ye are not lifted up unto pri into pride, unto or into pride. 
yea, see that ye do not boast in your own wisdom, nor of your much strength. And that's first verse, verse 12. Uh, oh, oh. It is nor of your much strength. Use boldness, but not overbearance. Use boldness in your teaching. And also see that ye bridle all your passions, that ye may be filled with love. That's an important part. Semicolon. See that ye refrain from idleness. Now, I realize saying it out loud, it seems a little out of context. And it is. Really, it's just a, a very small part of a whole recitative he gives to his son. I've just, I just wanted to capture that little phrase because, you know, it brings back some nostalgia of some other person who memorized scriptures. And I also think it gives a lot of good advice for people going into the mission field, and that's why I memorized it. Fits in good with my commitment that I have up on the wall of why I fight to memorize scriptures. Now, see that ye bridle all your passions that ye may be filled with love. That is very important. You have all this passion inside your body, and you have all these different ideas of what you want to do with that. You need control over that if you're going to succeed and if you're going to be filled with love as as uh, Alma promises. <sighs> I've definitely experienced that. You know, you know, I suffer from ADHD and a lot of my ideas just kind of come out of nowhere and get scattered and are laying all around, jumping all around in my head. Don't know what to do first. Sometimes I get so excited over an idea that I forget what I'm doing in the moment. And that's not good because what I'm doing in the moment might be more important. And it's recognizing that uh, what what is the most wise thing to do and then putting a bridle on it. Like, think of like a horse bridle. It's like the bit that they have in their mouth and it controls where they where they steer. If you let go of that, run to a brick wall. Like and I just imagine my, my brain just as that horse and my spirit is just putting that bridle on and you know, my my body and brain are just shaking me loose, just trying to go and do their own thing, like, leave me alone. I want to go do my own thing. And I'm like, nope. Nope, we gotta, we gotta keep you going on track. Your purpose, remember, is to serve the Lord. So, that's what I'm gonna steer you to. Alright, I call that memorized. 
Let's review last week's scripture, which was the behemoth, Mosiah 18, 8-10, yep. And it came to pass that he said unto them, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon, for thus were they called. And now Isaiah desires to come into the fold of God, and to be called his people that are willing to bear one another's burdens, that they may be light. Yea, and are willing to comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and to stand... I skipped a line. Yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn. Yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and to stand as witnesses of God at all times, and in all things, and in all places, that ye may be, and even till death, that ye may be filled with... That ye may be redeemed of God, and be called his people. Nope. And be numbered with those of the first resurrection, that ye may have eternal life. Hyphen. 10. Now, if this be the, I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have ye against being baptized in the name of the Lord? As a witness before him that ye have entered into a covenant with him. So witness before him that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you. Hmm. Yep. And that is it. What have you against being baptized in the name of the Lord? All he does is bless you more. For an already hard life. Ah. Helaman. Helaman 5.12. And now, my sons, I say unto you, it is upon that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, which is Christ, the Son of God, that you must build your foundation. And mm, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and mighty storms shall beat upon you, it shall have no power to drag you down into the gulf of misery and endless woe. Because of the rock upon which you are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. Uh, whereon if men build, they cannot fall. I'm going to have to speed run this, guys. i got to go back in and eat. So. What do we have after that? I believe it is Mosiah. Not Mosiah. Moroni. Moroni 10.4.5. His last address. And when ye shall receive these things, I would exhort you that you would ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if these things are not true. And if, he, and if you shall ask with a sincere heart, with a real intent, having faith in Christ, he will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. Five, and by the power of the Holy Ghost ye may know the truth of all things. Ah, I love that. Now. I believe after Moroni we have Psalms. Looking at my cheat sheet. No! Alright, it's clear that I haven't graduated from the from the order cheat sheet yet. It doesn't have anything any of the scriptures written there, per se. Uh it just not like the full scripture, it just has the the scripture reference, the directory there. 
So I have listed here Mosiah 18, 8 through 10, Helaman 5, 12. Then 2 Nephi 32, 3. I feel like that's going to be a troublesome one. 2 Nephi 32, 3. Second Nephi thirty two three Angels Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore they speak the words of Christ. Wherefore I said unto you, feast upon the words of Christ, for the words of Christ will tell you all things what you must do. And we go to Moroni ten four five, his last address. Now it's Psalms sixty six, eighteen through twenty. You see, I wasn't wrong about that, I just skipped second Nephi. Psalm sixty six 18 through 20. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But behold, but verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who hath not turned away my prayer, nor which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. I love that. I want to make that into an actual song. I've said that before. Ether 12.6 is after that. Ether 12.6 says, And now I, Moroni, would speak somewhat concerning this thing. I would show unto the world that faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore dispute not because ye see not, for ye receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. First Nephi three seven. Ah, uh, I feel like I'm going too quick, but I gotta go quick, man. Faith faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Hope. Having a perfect hope. Mm. Take the brother of Jared, for example. That was our week. This week's lesson. Now, nearing the end of it. Uh, okay, I guess it's last week's lesson, since this is released on Sundays. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brother of Jared had enough faith that the Lord could no longer hide anything from him. He was bound by the covenant which he made to the children of men, that if you are faithful enough, all things will be shown unto you. I feel like that's a scripture, but I don't know what it is. It's probably the next scripture i got to memorize. <sighs> okay. Remember, Brother of Jared, those were weird scriptures. Let's interpret it right. First Nephi three seven, and it came to pass that I Nephi said unto my father, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. For I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the thing which he commandeth them. Yeah. Again with that faith. That's why Nephi had that vision, man. Nothing could be hid from him. He was way too righteous. Alma thirteen, twenty eight. Mm -hmm. Both the Alma scriptures are going to be weird, I just realized. This one starts with but, and the one we just memorized starts with C. But, okay. But that you would humble yourselves before the Lord and call upon his holy name and watch and pray continually that you may be and watch and pray continually 
that ye may not be tempted above that which ye can bear, and thus be led by the Spirit, becoming humble, meek, submissive, patient, full of love, and all long suffering. There you are. Mosiah 18, 8 through 10. I don't think that was right, but I was just hit by something. We gotta review this. What's important about Alma thirteen twenty eight? Humble yourselves before the Lord. Do not think yourselves higher than God. Recognize that the best of your efforts is a small thing in the great thing of in the great place of the universe. But these small things are great things in our eyes. And by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. Each one of us, each one of us, seven billion people on this earth and more to come are working towards the fulfillment of Christ's prophecy. And there you have it. Let's move on. Mm, Mosiah. Mosiah 2.41 And moreover, I would desire that you should consider on the blessed and happy state of those that keep the commandments of God. For behold, they are blessed in all things. Oh, forgive me. For behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. And if they hold out faithful to the end, they are received into heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. Ha! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Now, after that, we have... <sighs> Mosiah 2.22 And now... And behold, all that he requires of you is that ye keep. All that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he has promised you that if ye would keep his commandments, ye should prosper, the land, or prosper in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he has said. Therefore, wherefore? If ye do keep his commandments, he doth bless you and prosper you. Hmm. I like being blessed and prospered. I will keep his commandments. After the Moroni scriptures, we have Joseph Smith. J-A-S-H. Joseph Smith. History 1, 16 through 17. But exerting all my powers to call upon God to deliver me out of the power of this enemy which had seized upon me, and at the very moment when I was ready to sink into despair and abandon myself to destruction, not to an imaginary ruin, but to the power of some actual being from the unseen world, who has such marvelous powers I had never before felt in any being. Just at this moment of great alarm, I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head above the brightness of the sun, which descended gradually until it fell upon me. It no sooner appeared than I found myself delivered from the enemy which held me bound. When the light rested upon me, I saw two personages, whose brightness and glory defy all descriptions, standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. Now this is interesting, because not only 
is it more focused on the glory and exaltation of the Father and His Son. But it also shows the power, the remarkable power, the marvelous power of the enemy, which is a real power. It is not fake. When you are attacked, when you feel down on yourself, when you believe other people are the enemy, it's all just Satan. Not just Satan. It is Satan. He is dangerous. You gotta know how to fight him. You gotta know how to identify what is being said in your head that's a lie. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, it's not your brother's fault. Even if he does something contrary to what you believe, it's not his fault. He's not accountable to your unhappiness. He is only accountable to himself, as are you. But Satan will come and say, this is your brother's fault. If he wasn't blank, you wouldn't be feeling this way. That is a lie. Ah. <laughs> no relation, just an example. After that is Mosiah 4 9. Believe in God. Believe that He is, and that He created all things, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that he has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. If you have this belief, then all things shall be revealed unto you. Now, we go for a different one. After Mosiah 4.9 We have Huh. Let's think, guys. Let's think. Before Mosiah four nine. memorized a different scripture, which was D and C. There you are, D and C. Fifty-eight, twenty-seven through twenty-eight. Ah, uh, barely. Mm -hmm. Maybe no. Barely, barely. Barely, I say, men are men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause, and bring to pass much righteousness. No, and make many decisions of their own free will, and bring to pass much righteousness. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves, and inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. They shall in no wise lose your reward just by doing what you think is right. 
I was going to say just by doing what you want to do. But if you want to sin, that's the natural man. I'm talking about your spirit. Does your spirit actually want to sin? The answer is no. It is because you are a child of your Heavenly Father. And you want to feel happiness. And happiness never was sin. Never was wickedness. I'm getting quiet, man. Where are we? We are at DNC 89, 18 through 21. And now, and all saints who remember to keep and do these sayings, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel and marrow to their bones, and shall find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures, and shall run and not be weary, and shall walk and not faint. And I, the Lord, give unto them a promise that the destroying angels shall pass by them as the children of Israel and not slay them. Amen. You shall be given knowledge. Focus your knowledge on a specific purpose and don't detract from it. You could be a great sinner or a great saint. You have the power to be and create and idea, ideate things for either side of the war, the enemy or our side. Let's choose the right side. Feed the right wolf. After D and C is an ether scripture, which is Ether twelve twenty seven. Ah oh, man, Ether twelve twenty seven. This is the faith one. This is a weak things become strong one. And if man. Twelve twenty seven. And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient, that all men, for all men that humble themselves before me. And if they humble themselves, for if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then shall I make weak things become strong unto them. Yes, yes. Now that was the breaking scripture for a second Nephi, twenty eight, thirty. But I want to testify of Ether. He done good. If we have faith in him and humbles ourselves before him, he will manifest the truth of it unto us, but he will also make weak things become strong unto us, which is great. Second Nephi 2830. Uh, and now no, for behold, thus saith the Lord God, I will give unto the children of men line upon line, precept upon precept, here little and there little. And blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts and lend an ear unto my counsel, for they shall learn wisdom. For unto them that receiveth I will give more, and from them that shall say we have enough from them shall be taken away even that which they have. Once again, if you have faith in him, he will reveal all things to you. Slowly. The more faith, the more things revealed. Just have faith, man. You will receive all things a witness, if you so desire. Mosiah 2nd Nephi 6, 26, 33, For none of these iniquities come of the Lord, for he doeth that which is good among the children of men, and he 
doeth nothing save it be plain unto the children of men, and he inviteth them all to come unto him and partake of his goodness, and he denieth none that come unto him, black and white, bonded, free, male and female. And he remembereth the heathen, and all are alike unto God, both Jew and Gentile. Whoop, shooby-dee-wee. All are alike, both Jew and Gentile. The Jews will come back into the fold of God. I wonder what iniquities he was talking about. I'll have to reread that. But none of them are of the Lord. We know that much. Because the Lord doeth good. He made us. We are one. We need to become one. Let's go. Second. Moses. One thirty-nine. For behold... This is my work and my glory to bring to pass the eternal, the immortality and eternal life of man. Almost did eternal salvation again. That's his work and his glory. If you have focus in it, you will do good. Mosiah 3.19 For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been since the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever, unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and becometh a saint through the, and becometh a saint through the atonement of And becometh a saint through... Is it really the atonement of Christ? I gotta do that again. Mosiah 3.19 For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been since the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever, unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and becometh... Ah. And putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord, and becometh as a child submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. Yep, that is correct. Submit yourself to the Lord. You will receive blessings from it. But remember the natural man is your enemy. What your body desires is the enemy. What Satan does is he plays on those natural desires. I had an interesting thought the other day. I will interrupt. I am my happiest when I am acting against my nature. For I am happier when I am against my nature than when I am against my values. Because my nature and disposition are different than where my values lie. And I wish to change. So, I will do so. Just thought that was interesting. Isaiah 3.19 After that we have Romans 12.1 I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. That's kind of like what we just said. Not only are we presenting our bodies as holy, but we're giving up. We are sacrificing our natural desires to become who we want to be, who we value being, which is Jesus Christ. That's interesting. I never thought of that. I always thought it was keep your body clean. But it could also mean that. A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. After that, Romans, after Romans, 
After Romans is another thing which is like Second uh, Nephi. Second Nephi twenty five twenty six. And we talk of Christ, and we rejoice in Christ, and we preach of Christ, and we prophesy of Christ, and we write according to our prophecies that our children may know to what source they may look for a remission of their sins. Write your things down, brothers. Write your testimony down so that your children may know, may know that you believed in Christ. If they trust no one else, they will trust you. And if they see your testimony, they will believe. Write down your testimony. Testify of the truth of Jesus Christ. I'm working on it. <laughs> Let's go! Second Nephi 32, 8-9 And now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts, and agree with me that I must speak concerning this thing. For if you would hearken unto the Spirit which teaches a man to pray, you would know that you must pray. For the evil spirit teacheth not a man to pray, but teaches him that he must not pray. But behold, I say unto you, you must pray always and not faint, that you must not perform anything unto the Lord, save that ye shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ, that he will consecrate thy performance before thee, that thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. Oh, that is important. Pray every time you are trying to do something for the Lord, because then he will consecrate it for you, and it will not fail. If you try to do something for the Lord without the Lord's help, it never ends up that well. I have a testimony of that. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Now, after that, we're not doing amen yet. That's the end. Mosiah 2.17 Oh my God. Mosiah 2.17 And now, And behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God. Serve your fellow beings, for then you are in the service of your God. Mosiah 2.20.11 And it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them, yet they were not half so numerous as the Lamanites, but they fought for their lives and for their wives and for their children, therefore they did they exerted themselves, and like dragons did they fight for their lives and their wives and for their children. You should fight for them too. At least for your future ones, if you don't have them already. They are worth fighting for. And if you don't fight for them, then they are at the mercy of the devil. And they shall be driven from you, and you will live in unhappiness. I have a testimony of that, but before... I say, Amen, we gotta do one more, which is Second Nephi Second Nephi two twenty seven. Wherefore men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them which are expedient unto men, and they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the great mediator of all men, or to choose captivity and death according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. Remember that. Satan's out there, he wants to get you. He wants to make you miserable like unto himself. I leave this testimony with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I fight to memorize scriptures, as many scriptures as I can, so I can know the gospel and I can know the message Heavenly Father wants me to teach. I fight for every person on my mission, every investigator, teacher, or companion. I fight to 
bring everything I've got to the table so that the Holy Spirit can testify the truth unto them. I won't stop. I am Eli. Welcome to my podcast, and goodbye for tomorrow. Bigga digga wigga